hello and welcome to another episode of Spooky Chris, uh, Spooky Chris podcast. My name is the aforementioned Chris. Uh, my name is Chris Ringler. I am an author and roundabout odd guy living in Michigan. Uh, I am an author, a two-time filmmaker. Well, no, I guess I've made a couple occasional filmmaker, short filmmaker, um, occasional oddball, and regular podcaster. So these are my micro-blogs, podcasty things, thoughts on tape. Maybe I should do this. <laughs> I could just do like, uh, hello, how are you? Welcome, and have a great day. I could do it that way. I could do it a radio broadcaster way. These are my little mini-podcasts, though. Um, small bites, just so I don't become more like Gristle and very chewy. Um... So as I record this, oh, and you can find everything at SpookyChris.com. Hopefully you found me that way or some way, because that's where all my blogs and podcasts and book info and blah, blah, blah is. So as I record this, we are, it's been, it's, it's, it's April 17th, uh, so we've, we've been in the middle of the, the pandemic with COVID-19 for a little while now, and it's interesting this is one of those things, much like this whole era we're, we're living in, where it's going to be history will be a, a much it'll, it'll be fascinating to see the books and movies and and, and uh, miniseries and and all the stuff that's around this era. Uh, but this 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 particular moment in time is fascinating for a lot of reasons. I went shopping with my wife yesterday, and it's interesting. To know how many people, because I mean, we're, we're so at this point in the game, um, they are strongly recommending everyone wear at least uh, a facial covering, you know, mouth and, and nose covering, um, and, and they recommend gloves. But I mean, let's face it, both gloves and a mouth covering are, are the easy things to get, easiest. So I went yesterday. Um, it's fascinating because. Toilet paper is still just treated like gold right now, um, and hard to find. Actually, I uh, overheard someone at a local uh, pharmacy say that uh, you know when their shipments came in. So I uh, <laughs> I go when their shipments come in so I can get them some poo paper. Um, so we we've been doing okay with that, but it's interesting. Like you know, bread had been scarce for a while, but that's kind of finding that. Soup is still hard to find. Meats are hard to find. It's in, it's interesting because because people aren't just. I mean, you know, you have the whole families home all the time now instead of like kids aren't always home or or families aren't always home. So there's there's that, but there's also still this hoarding mentality. And I get it, like, we don't know how long this will last, but it's it's fascinating, the, this, this need to hoard. Um, as, you know, it's, it's funny because, it, you know, I, want, I wonder how many people truly, truly in their heart of hearts think this is, this is the end times. Um, and it's funny to say that, but, I mean, this feels like a plague. Um, so it's also, there is a... a drop of reality to that. 
but I was shocked to see how many people didn't have facial coverings um, or didn't have them over their nose or got close to one another. Um, I watched two groups of women get excited to see each other and then embrace and um, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Um, you know, a lot of, and, and I, you know, you take note of who you see, um, not wearing cover and stuff. So I saw a lot of black folks that didn't have, have facial covering. And then it makes you wonder if it's they just don't know, don't care, or is it, and I mean, and this is a, this is, this is an honest fear. Is it that you just don't want to cover your face in a society where black folks and people of color are targeted um, way more than white people by the police? And that's horrifying and heartbreaking to imagine, but it's real. I mean, it's a, it's a real thing. Um, so that makes you wonder that. And then you see a lot of um, white men. Um, and it makes you wonder, it's like, so are you just don't, again, don't know, don't care, don't believe? Because um, there's a lot of those people who, and it's fascinating, you get the whole, it's just a cold, or it's just the flu. It, and they, they act as if, you know, this is all overreaction. Um, we had a protest, at, you know, in uh, our city, or our state seat, Lansing the other day by just frankly monstrous people um, who were heavily armed and had Trump signs and they treated it like a political rally you know chanting locker up um, which is fascinating and horrifying that uh, politics have become a sport now just as it's fascinating and horrifying that someone who has lived his life 100% about himself uh, kneeling at the, the altar of his ego and all these people kneel with him and think he is just the best thing since macaroni and cheese and it's it's insane like it goes it, it's beyond politics it's beyond politics has wrapped itself up in, in hardcore religious right which is just kind of gross uh, on its own um, it's a, frankly a perversion of Christianity sorry um, but it's like all this all of these things came together under one banner, and it's scary. But these people, you know, went and, and broke our stay-at-home um, orders to go and protest because they're angry that our state is shut down, that you, quote-unquote, can't go boating, you can't, quote-unquote, go buy gardening supplies. Like, they're angry that there's restrictions in place, despite the fact that this is a worldwide pandemic other countries have had to shut down uh, other states have had to shut down the president himself had said hey we need you know a uh, to, to retain social distancing until uh, you know April 30th so it's not as if this is just a Michigan thing it's, it's just that this is a hateful type of person thing and they're wrapped up. It's it's, it's like a, it's still it's it's like political troll culture because there's people that are they're bad actors and they just want to see the world burn. They want to win because politics have become about winning and losing, and they want to be winners and they want to win. They want to own the libs. Uh, 
but there's also people who have been riled up, who are fearful and angry and frustrated and you know scared. And I get it. Um, a lot of a lot of businesses are going to go going to be lost for good. Uh, a lot of people lose their homes. A lot of people lose their their savings during this. Like this is there's a lot of bad. This is bad, and there's a lot more bad to come. And I absolutely get the feelings of despair and fear and anger. And you want to direct it at someone. And if you have someone, if you have someone who's a bad actor who's like, oh well, no, the problem is that person, and they point. That's who you're going to get riled up against. Like I wouldn't, I don't blame our president for this happening. In that pandemics happen, you know. Unfortunately, we've been lucky for a long time. I blame him for Michigan, for uh, the United States' reaction to this. But it's crazy how many people don't take this seriously. Again, as if the rest of the world is clowning us. Um, we have so much this arrogance as Americans and this selfishness of like I want mine and I want it when I want it, and we don't we will we refuse like children to to take no for an answer. That's just not what we're gonna do. We won't take it. So we just wanna fight everything. Anytime anyone says no to us, we we get all angry and and spout off about our liberty and our freedom and I'm fighting for your freedom. Except they're not. Um, I live in Flint. I didn't see any of these people fighting for our freedom and our justice when our water was essentially poisoned. And our governor at the time kind of shrugged it off like, oh gosh, that's terrible, but it's, it's going to be fine. And didn't take it seriously. And, you know, uh, brushed it under the mat. So I didn't see these, these brave freedom fighters then. Um, the thing is that these folks just care about themselves, their politics, uh, their guns, and that's what this is about. It's childish. It is absolutely childish and children throwing uh, a tantrum. And it's scary because we're in scary times. This is one of those times, you know, when people keep saying, oh, this is our 9-11 moment, and it isn't. Because to varying degrees, we came together then, um... There was still a lot of awfulness, a lot of uh, bigotry and hatred for Muslims at the time, much like there's some of that now towards Asians for the stupidest reasons. But in, in varying degrees, we came together also. Um, and that's just not this time. And we just do not have a, a leader at the federal level that is willing to take a stand and say, yo, we're all in this together, let's get through it together. And it stinks because they're going to try to force the economy open. Like, we have to get back to... as Normal ain't going to be here for a while, and people keep forgetting that, like, this normal ain't here. Kids uh, lost a bunch of their, their you know, school. Um, colleges have lost semesters. Like, sports teams have lost, you know, seasons. Like, there's tons of... And this is just, you know, that's smaller stuff. Like I said before, people have lost livelihoods. Uh, people have fallen fallen into despair and weren't able to pull themselves out. Um, you know, addicts have fallen into that hole again and weren't able to fall. You know, pull themselves out because of where we are. Like this is stressful. Like some people have been trying for weeks to get unemployment and they can't. So this is, I mean, truly unprecedented. And 
the notion that we need to sacrifice people to get the economy going is insane. It's it's pouring blood into a machine to feed it, which is, I mean, how these things work a lot of times is these machines run on people. Uh, and I just, it's a shame. Like, again, we have to get back to some mayor normalcy, but it's a shame that you see so many federal people like, oh, well, you know, if it costs a few lives, it's fine, but we have to save the economy. Like, the economy isn't America. The economy isn't the United States. It's people were, once upon a time. And if we had federal leadership, if we had people working together to lead us, we could get through this and be stronger for it. Like, we would have lost a lot but we could be stronger, and that's not what's going to happen. If they're going to force us back open, you're going to see a resurgence in the summer, and people are going to shrug it off because the numbers will be a little lower, probably. Like, oh, it's just a summer cold, it's a summer flu. And instead of, like, dealing with this and, and beating it, we're going to slowly kick this can down the road and hope that it doesn't get worse again. And you want to make sure we can take care of ourselves if and when this comes back, because you don't want to trust our other governments to do the right thing and create vaccines and, and this stuff, because you don't know. Unfortunately, we're a world of a lot of bad actors and a lot of selfish leaders. And we the people, unfortunately, pay the price. We also have to kind of join together and stick together through these times and support one another. I mean, we're going to get through this, and things are going to be different. We just have to understand that this is this is the bitter pill we have to take right now, staying at home, not doing some things we love, which, by the way, most of the stuff there, those people that are protesting we're angry about aren't real. <laughs> like, like, oh dear, you can't go boating. It's As I sit here and do this, it's snowing. I don't know a lot of people want to snow boat. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you know, and you plant, can't plant a very successful garden when it's snowing. P.S. You can still buy that stuff. I was at a store yesterday. You could have bought all those seeds and everything you needed. So, whatever. Um, but, this is the bitter pill we have to take. We have to kind of stay at home. Chill out. Um, take care of our families. Take care of ourselves. And let the people who know the science and who are working their butts off get us to a point where they're like, okay, everybody can come out now. Because Lord knows there's going to be some parties. There's going to be some, like, drinks will be drunk um, when this is through, and we'll have earned it. But if we rush to go back to normalcy before we're ready, all of this was a waste. Like, this month that we've spent away from one another. All of these deaths. All of the businesses lost will be for nothing. Uh, because we'll have to go through this all over again. And the same bad actors and the same idiots will be stamping their feet saying it's not fair. And that they're willing to die for America and for our, our economy and our government. That's great. Go sign up for the, for the army. Go sign up for a war. Like, don't sign my loved ones up to die as well because you're stupid. And that's what that's what we don't see is the effect of this. But that's you know shoot you get that with secondhand smoke for a long time. People just kind of smoke and puff smoke in people's faces. It's like that's a poison. 
you're blowing it in my face. Whoa, it ain't nothing. It's just, it's just smoke. Except it wasn't just nothing. And the COVID-19 isn't just nothing. This sucks. Every aspect of this sucks. For everybody. Uh, but the thing is, that the only way we get through this is together. And not by jacking around being children. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting time. It's interesting to see how this is going to change the world. And if, if it changes the world. Or if we're just so arrogant... We think that these things can happen and not change us, and, and we're just going to go about our lives. I guess we'll see. Dear listener, I hope you and your loved ones are safe and well. Um, I hope you are taking care and finding things to occupy yourselves and not going crazy with this crazy world we're in. We will definitely get through it, but we got to get through it together. Our broadcast will return to normal and not my usual rants. Uh probably in the next one because I feel like I need to talk about Animal Crossing a game that is dear to my heart but that people seem to not quite get so we'll see friend you take care you can always find my stuff at spookychris.com all my books all my rants all my uh, podcasts I will talk to you soon take care